All right, y'all. Welcome to um, what the heck? I'm going. I'm going to call this one uh, season seven. Kicking off the Backwoods Life podcast. I'm your host Michael Lee. As you can tell, I've been here from the beginning, and I quit keeping up with episode numbers. But I think I'm going to just do uh, ten episodes per season now. So this is season seven, episode one. I got a good buddy of mine that's. I mean, you'll understand after the end of this podcast. He's all over the road. My buddy Chris Seaton. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? You got Season your, seven coming strong. You got coming your, in hot. You got your uh, your podcast voice ready and such. Dude, I got a terrible voice for this stuff, so you it know, doesn't you, matter. I mean, you got a face for a podcast. This, this is true. I do have a radio face. This is true. <laughs> But I'm telling you, Chris has got the most beautiful wife in the world, and she's an awesome person. And thank God for her, because he would be a train wreck without her. I'm going to just throw Nicole some props right quick. Man, you are not lying. <laughs> I definitely married up, outkicked the coverage, yep. every other thing you want to know, yep. as well as you did with Beth. Oh, yeah. That's well, I mean, true. that's a given. Anybody that's ever listened to this thing knows I'm better off. So that's right that's how gotta give your wives props especially if you're in this hunting industry because if you don't if you don't have a good woman behind you in this industry one your marriage is never going to make it and you're probably never going to make it you got to have a good right. support staff man this is, you're absolutely right about that man because some days you can be gone for weeks at a time and and um they gotta juggle kids responsibilities at the house and they do not get enough credit we usually pay for it you know, um, Valentine's Day, you know, when hunt season is usually over. So we, we try to, you know, do the honeydews a couple months before, you know, season. You know, I think I think Valentine's Day is one of the most overrated holidays, but thank goodness it falls, like, not in deer or turkey season. It's a perfect holiday, but uh, I will have to say, if you go to NWTF, I think Nicole's going to, go with me this year because I think the last five years NWTFs on Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, it's been that that it's week horrible. or weekend like almost every year that I've ever gone. Um it's not bad if you take your wife with you. And Nashville's fun. That's where NWTF convention is. So um you know you can go you can go take your lady and have a good time in Nashville. I mean that's always a good little deal. And I and, and tons and tons of people do that. Um, yeah. So anyway. So we're gonna do it this year. We're going to do it this year, but no, we, um, again, very blessed. And I want to give my wife a shout out. She turned 40. She's a Halloween baby. So oh, she's a little goblin. Oh, that's, so I don't know if that's good or bad. She might, she might, she, I, she, that probably scares me a little more. Like she's got more power now. She just cuts your throat in your sleep if you piss her off. Well, she would never do that, but I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried because I was never really Halloween guy. And, um, Man, somebody born on Halloween, you, you know, mm. just throws up your senses, you know, when you first meet them. <laughs> like, man, are they going to turn into a vampire? Are they going to, like, you know, Bigfoot going to come around the corner or dad or something? You know what I'm saying? So, right. you never know. Well, with all this being said, like, we got to do a podcast now, so they're just talking about our wives. All right. Um, Chris and his brother Timmy, who's awesome as well, uh, they started this company years ago now called Rugged Cross Blinds. And we actually have one of their first ones on our farm here in Georgia, Big Mike's house. Uh, we shot deer and turkeys out of this thing. Um, this was this was old school blinds. 
And it's still standing strong, by the way, Chris. It survived hurricanes and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that being said, we, we need to get back together and hunt out of it just for nostalgia. You have the very first one, Michael. Oh, well, I got the collector's edition. That's right. You got the one that made history. History. Yeah. So, but for y'all listening, if you don't know what Rugged Cross Blinds is, go look them up. Awesome company, awesome guys. But what made their blinds unique was uh, the material that they now have a patent on. For anybody out there trying to, you know, skirt around that, we won't get into the legal side of this thing, but um, they own the patent. They have the patent. And the material is you can see out, but deer and turkeys cannot see in. Is that right? That's right. Is that, is that the best way to describe it, or is there some more to it? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's the, it's the blind that started it all. It's the blind that, um, you know, not long after uh, we uh, we showed you the blind and stuff, um, you know, Primos came to us. And, um, you know, that's where people will probably uh, put two and two together when you say, you know, the originator of the material for the see-through uh, double bull blind the surround view. Right. So right. that's kind of where it went crazy. And that you're right. And that's, that's the thing. I mean, like it was the, that see-through pop-up blind, I mean, changed the industry. Not going to lie. There's a few things that come along and change the industry. And that blind did that because it was just such a cool thing um, to see. I mean, I've hunted out of them, you know, and I've shot deer and turkeys out of them. And I, for turkey hunting, I don't, there's not a better blind made. Because the thing with turkeys is they can sneak in on you and slip around on you. Not mm-hmm. that deer can't, but usually when you're deer hunting, you're set, you're set up for a shot in whatever direction and the wind and all this. But with turkeys, man, it's just like, okay, let's go call them in. Let's see what happens. And boom. They, and they, I've had them walk, deer and turkeys both walk feet from that blind. And, oh, yeah. And not know I was anywhere in the world. And it's one of the coolest things because that's like – one of the things that I hated about, I hated hunting out of pop-up blinds until y'all's blind came along or any kind of blind really, because I felt so limited on what I could see. I'm mm-hmm. only looking out of three or four little holes. I'm trying to stay hidden and don't move and, you know, camoed up and blacked out or whatever you do. And I couldn't see anything coming. You just like, you know, you're sitting there, you've done it before, man. You're sitting there and you got this little spot picked out and all crap. There's a deer pops out at five yards and you can't move. And next thing you know, they're staring you down like, uh oh. But with y'all's material, you know, that you can see stuff coming and be like, oh, okay, here comes one, I can be ready. And then when that, by the time that deer's standing there, standing there looking at you, you've already got your shot ready. So Yeah, and, that, and that's the whole thing, man, about it. It's um, Do you remember the first, uh, let's go back though, do you remember the first turkey you killed out of that blind? Man, I remember seeing the text. I was at an event and you and Big Mike called me. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to say, you're like, man, this thing is like four yards. Do you remember that? Like, we could have touched that. We could have reached down. That's when Big Mike had the 410. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is back in, what, 2016, 2017? Oh, yeah, it's been a minute, no doubt. And you remember, he's like, man, this thing's swapped up. And um, and uh, awesome video. We could have, like, grabbed the turkey's neck. You remember how close that turkey got? And, and I could tell excitement on your voice, in your voice, and um, and big mites, and it's not like, you know, y'all guys have been doing this for a long time, too, so that was the other crazy thing, and how excited you guys were, um, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool, it's pretty neat, um, and just blessed, God gave it to us, um, 
gave us the idea um and uh, how how it all came together is pretty crazy a true blessing and um you know we're still uh battling you know the, you know to this day so oh the the key yeah. with it man I mean, you know it's no secret in this industry if uh, anybody that's been around if you come up with a really good idea somebody's going to try to copy you. that's in any business that's not just our industry i mean good ideas sure. are are you know hard to find nowadays in the world we live in because every, everybody's so smart and technology and everything like that but you know i will say that the, you guys buying the material it, i mean it changed the way people hunt it changed the way people blind hunted that's for sure and um i mean i'm I'm at the point now i mean definitely not uh, over the hill old but i mean i'm older and if i don't have to climb up a tree and sit in a lock on I don't want to. I don't. I mean, I still like doing that, sitting in ladders, lock-ons, whatever. Tail-ons are comfortable. But, man, when you can get a good area and pop a blind up, brush it in, you know, get the deer used to it that you're hunting, and can sit there in a comfortable chair, you're just going to hunt longer. You're going to be more successful the longer you can sit in the woods. And I think stuff like this has allowed people to, you know, we're, we're, we're filling voids of um, of needs. You know, that's that's really what it boils down to. Right. The industry was in need of a blind that you could that can does exactly what you guys does. You can see out, they can't see in. Um, instead of being tucked there looking down a little freaking bowling alley. Um I don't know, man. It just it's just something about it to me, especially bow hunting. Like it made bow hunting so much better from the ground because you can be ready. Because the hardest thing right. in the world to do is get your bow up and draw back with a deer standing out there in front of you staring you down or pops out and you not you didn't know if you know it was in the world and and now you can sit there and be ready and i mean heck like and, our, heck our friends in mcferrin's down in south texas that's all they use they'll pop up i mean they got some dylan blinds you know like hard-sided blinds some spots mm-hmm. that, that they hunt but as far as like you know quote run and gun kind of stuff we'll go around you know scout see some deer all right we need to set up right here pop that blind up get it in a mesquite tree Ticket, yeah, and, and they bow hunt the crap out of deer out of y'all's blinds. Well, Texas is the number one state for hunting blinds. I mean, there ain't no doubt about it. And the only problem with Texas has is, and then we first, you know, when we were selling the rugged cross blinds, um, the biggest thing was, um, you know, me being, we're from Tampa, Florida, right? Hey, are they, um, well, we have rattlesnakes too, but the guy's like, hey, are they rattle? snake proof and i'm like man i don't know i was very truthful we're always very truthful with our customers and i'm like man couldn't tell you but the real big thing with texas right is keeping those snakes out of there mm-hmm. those become you know little snake havens too um but uh texas is texas is a great place is one of our biggest customers uh through our some of our licensees um but i will tell you uh there hasn't been there's a couple articles out there recently as, as of two weeks ago, got a really good one. And we're now in 2023. We came on the market 2016, actually about 2017. And then the double bull came out 2018, but there hasn't been a update or really any advancement to the pop-up blind since 1996. Wow. And you know what that was? Uh, double bull. It was a double bull. Mm-hmm. The hubs. Yeah. 
1996. Yeah. Right. So that just shows you um, how long it's been. And mind you, I mean, we're, we're in the industry. There, there's new products come out every single day. But I think that was missed from even the beginning with us and guys at Primos. We didn't understand. We knew the technology was good, but we didn't understand how much this technology was going to change the game. Yeah. And um, that's kind of kind of where it's happened. And again, I honestly, I started this company not even starting. I started this whole thing out building a hunting blind for my son. Mm-hmm. You know, it was pretty crazy. And I don't know if you want to go through that or whatnot, the story, but it's um, it's a pretty uh, – awesome story how how everything kind of came together and, and you're actually you're actually one of the main players very first you and big mike i mean how we went up there and saw you guys so mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy yeah i mean th- that's the crazy thing about it man i've been in this industry for over 20 years and it's like it it feels just like we started yesterday and you're, you're down the road and you're like wow how did we get here you know um man i'll tell everybody on our story is uh we were either too dumb to quit and now they just let us hang around so long we can't quit <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean you know at the end of the day it's um this is a fun industry man it's it's business and so and it's got money involved and money brings out the worst in people and you and i both seen that through being in the trenches for so long but there's a lot of really good people out there and at the end of the day from your standpoint if you could bring a product forward that helps people be successful, that helps them get their kids out there hunting, their wives out there hunting. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about growing this thing. Yeah, we got to pay the bills and keep the lights on. But, you know, with that being said, um, we try to do some good while we're doing all this. I mean, from like a backwards life standpoint, our goal is for you to hop on YouTube or, you know, uh, Roku or, you know, on demand on all the platforms we're on or on the networks we're on, sports and channel and such, or our Facebook page or whatever, and enjoy what we do. Maybe you learn a little something, maybe you laugh at something, right. mm-hmm. but we're trying to make life a little bit better, trying to help people out, you know, and same thing with, you know, your products and technology is you're trying to make people more successful where they want to go hunting more, where they enjoy being out there. And, and you know how it is, just like you said, you started this thing wanting to build a hunting blind for your kids to go hunting in and they can enjoy it and they can sit down there in the bottom of a blind and, you know, play, do whatever they're doing, eat snacks and yeah. Oh, oh look out, look out this, look out here, son. There's a, there's a deer out there. And then they can look right through the material and go, Oh yeah, I see him, dad. You know, something mm-hmm. like that. Well, if you could tell me if I could, you know, go back. And tell my younger self, even, you know, 2018, if, um, that I would be in the outdoor industry doing what I do, having the relationships that I have, the great friends, some I consider, you know, family. Um, I would have told you, you're absolutely crazy. You know, um, put down the pipe, do whatever you're doing. That's not gonna, you know, that's not gonna happen. Cause, you know, you know, I was a first responder when I first, you know, when, when it all first started, I mean, I was 14 years with the sheriff's office, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. I mean, I love doing what I do every day. Something was different and man, I enjoyed it so much. And to be honest with you, I probably enjoyed it too much. And this is how 
I kind of stepped back in some things when I had a buddy um, that got ill, got cancer, and um, it was bone cancer. And the guy I played baseball with all through college and high school, and um, I was like, man, I'm working too much. You know, I was a homicide detective. Um, I was um, special investigations division. I was in where all the undercovers were. Most of my career, I got promoted at a very young age as detective. I think uh, three years on, I was already a detective at the sheriff's office. And I'm very grateful for that. have great friends. Um, and I love my job, but I love it too much. And um, as soon as one of my buddies got sick, got diagnosed, and, um, you know, I went home and, you know, kind of, you know, looked around and, a beautiful wife and young, young, um, boy, Austin. Uh, he's my oldest now. And we just had Mason, I believe. And, um, man, I wasn't there enough. I was working. I mean, I was, it, you know, you ever seen those shows, uh, for 48 mm-hmm. where they're gone for literally 48, 36 hours. I mean, that's what it was like. Mm-hmm. I was gone. I would come home, take a shower, maybe a cat nap, and I was out the door. And um, so I started feeling guilty, and I wanted to do what I love, my passion, and, and, you know, some of the older generation of my family did. And um, I wanted to go to the outdoors, man. And um, that's how it all got kind of started, man. I went to uh, my brother's. We went, we had dinner. We usually have dinner every couple of weeks with each other. We live right down the street, but we get the family together and I'm talking to him. And, uh, you know, I'm seeing the redneck blinds and all these blinds, which are great. I have, you know, not a problem with any of those, but one was, I didn't know if I wanted to spend that much money, right? Back in that, and it wasn't much more pay- that people are paying now, right? For these huge five by fives and stuff. Uh-huh. But the only thing that got me, Michael, was the windows. They were so high. You know, I, I pictured my son, who was, I think, probably six at the time, um, maybe five. He was probably I, I really don't really uh, remember the age r- r- right now. But um, and uh, I just picture him on his tippy toes trying to look out the same window that I'm shooting at him. Mm-hmm. And still, not thinking anything with his see-through, nothing. And uh, telling my brother, my brother's like, who's a firefighter? Table uh, firefighter. I think he he just had his 19th year um, on. He's, he's still a firefighter in Tampa, and um, he actually owned a uh, still does a a, uh, a Lanai screen company with pools down here in Florida. Everybody's got a. If you don't have a, a screen pool, you're going to get ate up by mosquitoes or flies. It's going to be a, just a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So um, he. Uh, he had that company and um, which builds them, and he's like, we can build that out of my metal, but the only problem is we don't want to use screen because we're gonna see right through it. Mm-hmm. So you got to come up with something. I go, huh? Well, started looking around, and um, you know, honestly, I could have probably about the end of the day, we could have probably brought two blinds for as much as. I had a material just buying stuff that didn't work because I needed I needed it to spline groove and that screening that extruded aluminum. Just couldn't put anything. Mm-hmm. So 
around this mesh material that they use, you know, in the construction and printing industry. And, um, man, uh, I took a generic camo off the internet and, um, I had it printed on there. And, um, when we first did the first one, um, he screened it. It was tight as can be because, you know, that's, that's the whole thing that make you don't want it wobble, you know, yeah, screen moving with the wind or anything, right? So, um, we put it on and then I went inside and man, it was like blotches because it's bleeding through because, you know, it's a breathable, uh, air, you know, air, you know, airflow rated material. And it's like, man, this is horrible. I mean, it was ugly. Like, look like white and black splotches everywhere. <laughs> and, um, so what we did real quick, you know, painted it black inside. Uh-huh. And so I give the new material to my brother and, um, he comes, he goes, man, you gotta come see this. And man, I remember walking in there that day at blind. And, you know, I don't know, I don't hate the cuss or anything, but I'm like, I, my first words are, holy shit. <laughs> That's literally what it was. And, and I'm like, oh, wow. And he's like, you know, he's not really, you know, at this time, Timmy, Timmy was a, you know, golfer. And he hunts with us, you know, now, but he was more a golfer, went down to the Keys, fisherman, you know, lobster guy. And he's like, man, he goes, this is pretty cool. And I go, dude, do you realize there's zero blind spots and my i was attacked by it and i know how important you know blind spots are with cutting the pies doing building searches and stuff so i knew how important that was hmm. even in the hunting world you know and and um and let me back up a little bit while we started when we started doing the structure we brought down the windows mm-hmm. where i made it just right for austin right mm-hmm. so um man and that's where you come in man we had a buddy old davy Mm-hmm. Old Davy, man. <laughs> Davy Crockett. Backwoods mm-hmm. life, man. And if y'all don't know, I'm sure y'all got a lot of your old fans here. Everybody knows Davy. But uh, I always picture Davy with uh, that raccoon hat. <laughs> Davy Crockett Ferrari. With a, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember with, with the teeth and stuff. And, you know, so we grew up with Davy, parents mm-hmm. and everything. And, um, and I called him. And just something told me, and um, I was like, "Hey, you're filming that show, Backwoods Life, you know?" Because back, you know, we're we're in Tampa. We don't have a lot of guys. Everybody thinks now in the industry that I'm from like Georgia or something. And mm-hmm. when they find out I'm from Florida, they run the other I, way. Yeah. No, no, I'm just going <laughs> for a loop. They're like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm proud of it, Florida, you know, Florida." And um. So I called Michael, and I don't know, remember the first time, and, uh, hey, I was like, you know, Davey knew, told you I was already calling, and you're like, hey, man, it was kind of cool because I knew what a great guy you were. I know Davey vouched for me, so I'm sure that helped, but it was, again, you can just tell great people because it wasn't like, man, I don't got time for you. Yeah, I've heard this story before because, I mean, You've been in the industry a lot. Yeah. And um, even it gets a lot of overbearing, too, when you're at shows. Oh, I got this great idea. You know, and 
And everybody but blows you, you, you off. <laughs> yeah, it blows you off, yeah. and yeah, you like, okay, and five hundred thousand yeah. people. I've heard right? it all before. <laughs> You're just here yeah. trying to trying to ride my coattail, or you just want something from me. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody you ever know. listens, and that's the thing, man. Like, right. I, not to interrupt your story, but like, I do try to pride myself on that. Like, I will listen to anybody, and I and I I try to help you, and and you know me for a long time. We've had hard you know hard conversations on some level, but. I try to be real though. I mean, like I try to say, Hey man, look, this is not a bad idea or whatever, but this is the obstacles you're going to have. Or, Hey, this is why I don't think this is going to work, but I'm not telling you, no, I'm just telling you what you're up against, you know? Yep. And a lot of people in the industry either go ahead. I'm sorry. No. And I will say one thing about you, like you don't sugarcoat it, you know, because there's been some ideas, not with like product development, but more like strategies and stuff that I might go, I want to run something, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever. And, and I'm all excited and da, 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 and I do my spiel and you're like, nah, I don't think that. And then <laughs> like, damn, I'm not, but then, but then you follow it up. And this is why, yeah. and, but then you're like, but we can do this. And I really do. Um, you know, sir, you want my best, but you know, in the industry, because how long and that relationship that we've had, you know, from the very beginning. Yeah. And, but I will say that we have, when we throw stuff to each other, you know, you've thrown stuff at me, um, see what I thought. And, um, it's just a great relationship because we kind of talk it through. And I think you need somebody, you don't, you know, if you got a yes person around you the entire time. Yeah. It's not going to be good. Well, man, that, and that's what I—that's—that's that's a downfall in a lot of companies and a lot of people in general. I mean, you and I both know like a bunch of country music artists and ball players and stuff like that. And you know, it's sad that they end up end up surrounding themselves with people that are scared to tell them no. That that, right. that crushes me when because I, I mean we both got buddies like that. You know, that are you know very well off and 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 you know proud of them and all that, but. They got people around them that are scared to tell them no. And I mean, I would rather be real with you and us not be friends than me be fake with you and you consider me a friend. But if I'm being fake, then I'm not being a friend, you know? Right. And in business, especially, man, I don't want to see you go out there and think you've got the best idea ever. And even though I know that you're going to have a really hard time executing it, if you can at all. And next thing you know, man, you're, you're done some hundreds of thousands of dollars into developing something and it failed. And you go look at me and go, man, why didn't you tell me? Well, man, I just, you know, I didn't want to crush your dream, but mm. I'm, I'm trying to save you, you know, whether you know it or not. A lot of people, they get mad at me about it. Like they don't, they don't listen to me and that's fine. Like, I, I don't care if you don't listen to me. I'm still going to be there for you no matter what. But I've had guys before that ask me my opinion, then they'll do the total opposite. And then they'll come back to me and go, man, I should have listened to you. You know, right. um, and I ain't mad about well, it. Yeah, but, but you're one of those guys though, like me, I mean, you don't want a drill that doesn't work. You know what I mean? You're there for them. Um, you're also one of those guys that doesn't throw it back in the guy's face too. No, I've seen that with me, but I've seen that like, yeah. Hey, like drill somebody and you know, you, Hey, there's, there's probably a lot of ideas out there and people, you know, you always hear those stories. Oh, everybody said it wasn't going to work. And yeah, they are out there. But um, the outdoor industry is a different animal, you yeah. know, I will say. Um, yeah. And um, so it's just it's, it's a, lot, 
a little bit better to be a little bit prepared for things that are going to come in the beginning mm-hmm. um, than not be prepared because it's not it's not all sunshine and rainbows. I can't t- I will tell you. <laughs> yeah, that, there's no doubt about that. I mean, <laughs> but no, I mean, just when I when we go ahead. No, I'm just saying. I mean, I think, um, you know, a sign to me of a true friend is I'm going to tell you the hard stuff, whether you want to hear it or not, and then you can decide, you know, if we're going to be friends or not. That's kind of right. how I look at it. Yeah, absolutely. But I could say, man, when, man, going back at it, when I called you and you're like, hey, man, yeah, man, come on up here. I want to see it. And I was like, okay. And I remember calling my brother. I think he took off. the. I think we both took off at work, mm-hmm. you know, and um, got a trailer and, you know, we loaded up that blind, man. And um, I remember we first pulled in the family farm. Man, um, got it off. The big Mike's looking at it, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Man," and I forgot how many years he told me that family farm. How long? How long? Oh, God, that? How man. long is that family? We've um, I mean, at, at least seventy-five years. I yeah, think. maybe close to a hundred now. Man, him <clears throat> saying, um, "Man, I'll tell you, this is probably this is the nicest blind." And whatever, how many years this family farm? And then I was thinking, I was like, man, these guys ain't even leasing this place. These guys are serious, bro. They own this place. Like, <laughs> this is a family farm. That's right. You know? Yep. Right. <laughs> and, um, and I remember when we were talking, and, you know, I still got those photos, man. And, um, just seeing how, how kind of proud I was. Cause my brother was like, he was, he, he's, mind you, we're not, we're still not trying to get in the hunting blind business, you know, like, yeah, we both got jobs. Like we had no, you know, intent, and um, and then I just wanted to get somebody else's opinion just to see. I I, I said maybe there could be a chance. I thought in my mind, but my brother agreed to go up there and, and show you. Yeah. And um, man, I look at back to those pictures and all the time because they come through that time hop app. And um, man, just a smile kind of our faces that we had something and I could tell on even your face how you guys were kind of blown away because you never really seen anything like it Mm -hmm. um and um and just uh when you told me you're the gave me you gave me advice yeah you're like man you get you know you gotta go get a bad attorney and you need to talk to um remember it was Brad Shore yep over at Realtree that's right and um and that's what we did. And um the rest is um is history, man. And um very grateful for that. And if you would tell me that the see through blind technology would um would change the industry like it has, it's just a truly blessing because again, I'm just trying to spend some extra time with my kid trying not to be, you know, trying to fight the curses, you know, of a law enforcement officer that's always out there, you know, doing the best he can to provide for his family. But, you know, in in the end, can't tell you how many friends I have that, you know, are been divorced, been divorced two or three times and really don't have any relationships with their kids. And it's not just that, you know, I'm not, it's nothing that, law enforcement and public service is bad, but it's, it's the time 
and the sacrifices you have, you know, to give out there, you know, the one stay alive and, um, yeah. and to provide for your family. And um, I didn't want, I just didn't want to be another numbers if that, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, um, and, and it's like, a, that's why I say it's a godsend, man. Well, no doubt, man. I mean, bro, the reason you and I are even sitting here talking is a God thing. I mean, I can tell you a story from 20 years ago that got me to where I'm sitting in this chair right now. And, you know, us crossing paths through Davey and, you know, who's like, mm-hmm. a, like a brother to me and you and Timmy. And I mean, it, we're all put on this path for a reason and, and we just got to sit back and enjoy the ride, you know, and that's, that's where it's at. But you're right, man. I mean, you know, I know you love the law enforcement side and I mean, you've told me some stories and stuff before and it's, it's a, it's a dark world out there in that, in that stuff. And oh yeah. You get sucked in and you can't get out or, uh, or God forbid, you know, you never know, man, he might've got you doing this so that something bad didn't happen, you know, and, um, whether with your family or, you know, you know, you've been killed in the line of duty, like a lot of guys are. And I mean, you never mm-hmm. know, man, there's so much dark darkness in our world that I kind of look at the hunting industry, even though it's like business, like everything else ups and down, but it's got a little bit of light in it. You know, it's got a little oh, bit yeah. of a bright spot. And I was talking to actually my, uh, uh, my second cousin this morning, uh, my dad's first cousin. And uh, we were talking about, and I'm, I'm getting off topic a little bit, but um, we were talking about how he, he crossed paths with a guy through hunting that doesn't know a lot about faith and, and religion and, you know, Christianity and stuff like that. And he's using that as an opportunity to, to try to reach this guy, you know, just from being out in the woods and it's really been put on him through some other things to, to try to help this guy yeah. make sure he knows where he's going. And to me, anything that's like that, like this industry, if you've got an opportunity to spend three days in a camp with somebody, you never know what conversations may come up. And again, it goes back to, why, why did you name the, the business uh, Rugged Cross Blinds, you know? Yeah, and that, yeah, and exactly, uh, you know, when we first started, and after having a conversation with you, and, you know, to our LLC, um, we just lost my, my, my grandmother, and um, that, that was her favorite song rugged cross old rugged cross cross. Mm -hmm. and i'm like man that's it like i didn't even think twice and i called my brother i'm like hey this is what we're doing and um he's like all right cool and i had a man you know just start being a man um had a great mentor that i was um you know just got saved again and I was on the FCA Fellowship of Christian Athletes Executive Board here in Tampa. And even at that point, you know, my brother was trying to get him a little bit into it. Um and he, he was just so busy doing his thing, you know, he had no you know I don't think he had a kid at that point and you know they were having a great time and traveling and stuff and and I will tell you it means more to this, this, this blind, and I don't want to get too, you know, crazy here on the podcast. Oh, you get crazy, you, man. This is my podcast. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you, though, man, I, if it was the all-in tomorrow, it made a difference because um, the second year we go to NWTF, 
we've already we already have a contract signed with um, Primos that the blind was coming out that next year or that year, um, and they're about to release it. Um, I walk into a blind, and my brother, mind you, I'm trying to get him in that direction, and not that he's a bad guy, he just you know, stop going to church and stuff like that and just not making the time. And I walked in and my brother is on his knee and a, a guy that's actually an NWTF um, is they're saying the prayer and, and my brother's giving his life to Christ and that hunting blind at NWTF mm-hmm. and our blind. And that, and honestly, dude, I teared up. I kind of, I got right on a knee with him and that was pro that's probably the coolest thing. And nobody can ever take that away from him. Um, that, that was my moment. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And I don't care. We sell a lot of blinds or licensees sell a lot of blinds. Um, but that's what you do it for. You, you know what I mean? And, um, and Timmy's been on fire ever since my brother. And, um, that's one thing I can say of what that blind did. Not only for me spent, you know, more time with my sons and now a daughter. Mm-hmm. And what what it's done for Timmy's family too, because since then, my brother has been on fire with the Lord, and um, his family have been, and uh, it's been awesome. It's been an awesome ride, and God's given everything back. And I truly believe that um, no matter what happens, it's it's God's will. So. Um, yeah. So well, I, I live every day. If God's with us, who can be against us? So amen on that, man. I mean, that's the way I look at it. And I see, man, the devil will look you right in the face every day. I mean, in any business and even in the outdoor industry, mm-hmm. something that we love and we enjoy for going outside, being outside in his creations. But, um, you, you, you can't turn your back. You know what I mean? You, you gotta, you gotta keep, keep pushing hard and making that's the right. best out of everything. And, um, I don't know, man. Like, like I said, we all these things happen for a reason. You guys' path has been amazing. Um, not always easy by any means, but at the end of the day, you guys are doing it for the right reasons. You're trying to help people, trying to make you know everything a little bit better, uh, giving back, and then things like that. I mean, that's that's what we yeah. should all all try to do. If you if you bless un you know, I forgot the right terminology, but if you if you bless people without wanting acknowledgement, then you'll be blessed yourself. Simple as that. Amen. And then, and then and then the other thing that came with it too is I enjoy the, the other uh, you know other than my brother giving his life Christ and a blind that was totally unexpected. And mind you, we're going up to NWTF, and I'm trying to like you know plant the seed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's a little it's originating a little bit, you know. But uh, to, ha- to have that happen like it did, and then going to that show in that same time, we start seeing the pictures. Start seeing the pictures of, man, I took my grandson out there. Or, mm-hmm. uh, hey, hey, mm-hmm. my granddaddy's, you know, 90 years old. <laughs> and I sent him out there, and um, he was totally at ease. He could see everything. Um, and hearing people's experiences – you know, and then at, looking at my pictures of all my kids throughout the years on my Facebook um, and uh, website of my kids looking back at it, 
the pictures of, you know, how they're on their iPods, whatever they're seeing. And the only thing that blind can't do, if, we, if it could be soundproof, it'd be awesome. Right? Because <laughs> right. people forget, oh, they can't see me, but they can't hear me either. No, yeah. that's not the case. No, that's you not know? true. Yeah. That's <laughs> not the case. <laughs> well, but if you hunt with my dad, you, you're hoping it's soundproof because he makes all kind of noise, but he still gets it done. <laughs> that's right. But no, those are awesome. Seeing the videos and pictures all over social media. And, um, yeah. you know, I want to say that the see-through blind is probably taking up, you know, 85%. I say the pop-up lines and, um, and, you know, but it's not all sunshine and rainbows, you know, like we talked about, we're constantly dealing with, um, you know, infringers overseas and, um, people, you know, not being, you know, truthful with with the consumer of where the, you know, product's coming from. Mm -hmm. And, um, mainly a lot of deal is, you know, over there in China, Yeah, you know, you get an Amazon, you know, and, um, it's kind of tough for us to do. So we're working through all those paths. And um, the way I see it is if God's given this to me and whatever I have to do, you know, to try to protect it, I'm going to do. And uh, me and Timmy's made that commitment. And we have a lot of backers in the industry that feel the same way because they do know our story. And not a lot of people know the story. I mean, you look back at it, nobody can tell you who's the innovator of the see-through blind material, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and there are companies that have stuck with us, you know, that we love, you know. Yeah. And um, I, I like, you know, later on, to, you know, let your, you know, let your uh, listeners know they want a hunting blind. Hey, go buy it from these guys. Yeah. These guys are with us, you know. and. Um, you know, we are fighting, you know, some legal battles. We have some active um, infringing lawsuits out there, but we are not going, you know, to be, uh, you know, pushed around. You know, we got a lot of corporate America and, and that's just not, we weren't raised like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't wake up every morning knowing that, you know, we gave up, you know, and we just, let them do what they do because, you know, I know how hard it was. And my brother know we realize how hard it is, you know, to be, you know, blue collared first responders in this world today. Yeah. And just because we come up with this idea, you know, there are laws and rules and we felt like we've followed every rule with the patents. We have two patents. Now we're trying to get another one. You know, we actually have two active patents Uh and um, there's a reason for those. And that's why we live in this great nation, because those patents are supposed to protect us. That's why we get them. So um, we're going to continue the fight and. um, And um, just keep uh, keeping the dream alive, man, and and getting great products out there. There's a couple um, good products that kind of we're working on, too, that we feel might uh, help hunters and, and families uh are going to be coming out soon and um it's great but the people though i will tell you michael like like yourself and you know you know the guys are a hundred percent in this industry they are exactly who they are off camera and on camera uh-huh. you know what i mean and i can honestly say that um uh the industry it, it's, it's a great industry but you know guys like 
you know, you know, I'm guys like Wydell. He is the exact same as he is on camera and off camera. Uh-huh. You know, I remember the first time I went to the farm, Christy is dipping her chicken's feet in um, kerosene for the mites or whatever. And I'm just like, holy crap, man. You know, they live it. You know, uh-huh. Philip Culpepper, same, live it. You live it. And uh, it, it's just, it's just a great, a great industry. So sorry, I wrote off topic there, but <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> I didn't mean to yep. mumble, but that no, that's how we feel, you know. They're, they're, you know, it's not all that blind. I mean, if I had to do it all over again, yes, I would, because doing it with my brother and seeing the kids, the families are allowed to go out with their loved ones and to show the passion in the outdoors. But I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, it, it's been, it's been tough. It's been tough on my family. Um, making some decisions to fight, and um, but like I said, we're we're all in. So, well, that's what it's about, man. Fighting a good fight, doing it for the right reasons, and um, man, just keep keep hustling and making good relationships and doing the right things. Yeah, man. So, well, for everybody out there listening, Chris, where can they get more info about your blinds? So we we haven't been um we stopped making um the blinds just because we couldn't really keep up. So the blinds you get right now are the pop up hub style blinds and um Vista Outdoors Primos is been our partner, one of our longest partners. Um you get those online Amazon, whatnot. Um I will tell you uh there's a guy that's running Bush now who's over uh, Primos and Jim Bruno. Awesome guy, and they have a lot of great ideas coming out. So uh, be on the lookout for uh, the Double Bull uh, surround view. And then you got uh, Primal Outdoors with old Bob Ransom. Bob um, used to own um, Maristep. And um, great guy, uh, Primal Outdoors, tree stands. Um, his blind has our material. You also have um, Millennium. Um, Ed, they came out with their new um, rut hut, which is more of like a, a ghillie style blind uh, metal frame. So you have that one. And then we have our partners at OutTech that's uh, going to be coming out with one. So um, please, you know, um, if you're thinking about a blind, and I know sometimes it's hard. People go with the best deals, but um, th- these those companies are the ones doing it right, and they're the ones that are with us, and and they know and understand the sacrifices, you know, that that we've made. Yeah. So, and and they're with us, and uh, you got to go with those companies um, that have your back. So. Gotcha, man. Well. Y'all right. go check out the, you, you can check out Rugged Cross Blinds as well, but um, yeah, anything that you see out there with see-through material, just like Chris said, from those fine companies, go check them out and grab one. They're an affordable blind. They're built to last. They're going to change the way you hunt. I promise you that, especially from a pop-up blind standpoint. I think it, yep. everybody else, if you love turkey hunting, they're a must-have, even for, you know, kind of a running gun style, just... Just, oh, yeah. just have one in your truck and you know if you got a spot hey we're gonna go sit here for an hour go pop that thing up turkeys do not spook from it at all yeah. but trust me and if we 
and we put them up right before we hunted, yeah. right? I mean, and, oh, they, yeah. and, and it's kind of amazing. I know before you said you've had video as well, and I have a bunch of video of hens just brushing right up against it. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy to me. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a game changer for turkey hunting. If you got a spot that you know you're going to go kind of sit and maybe want to sit and call for an hour, put your decoys out, whatever food plots or whatever, even in the woods, it doesn't matter. And you want just to, Hey, I'm going to take a blind, a couple chairs, pop it up. I'm going to sit there and hang out. That's how big Mike kills most, all of his turkeys is out of those blinds. Like that's, that's his go-to right there. And so that makes it fun. makes it easy. makes it comfortable. makes you more successful. Um, and a lot of people are moving them too for, you know, deer, like, you know, deer kind of change the pattern or whatnot. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people are having a lot of success with that, man, moving them, brush them in real good, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, you don't want to put them right in the middle of the field or on the edge of the field, put them back, tuck them back there in the woods just a little bit, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, create some shooting lanes. But I've even had great luck with that, you yeah. know, um, if you're sitting in a tree stand and, you know, Last couple of days, deer's coming from another direction, and you know, man, take that pop-up line out, brush it in real good, and slide on in there and kill them. That's right. That's right. You know. All right, y'all. But hey, I want to honestly yeah. say though, man, you know, I know we're good friends, man, but um, man, we think the world of you and Beth, man, and thank you for you know being there for us, man, since day one, and you are truly. Um, I know this is your podcast, so I don't want to blow you up too big, you know, <laughs> yeah. big head and stuff, but uh, yeah. no, man, but truly you are who, you know, you are who you are, you know what I mean? And you've never changed. And, um, and, um, I admire that man. And, um, uh, thank you for being there for us. For sure. Well, I appreciate it, brother. Y'all are great friends. And, um, you know, I know we'll do anything for each other and that's, that's what it's all about. You know, you don't ever have to thank me, but I do appreciate it. But, um, all right, man. All right, well, y'all, that's that's kickoff here, season seven, episode one. Um, that's a lot longer than we know. I've normally been doing them, but when you got a good guest and good conversation, that's the way these things happen. So thank y'all for hanging around for almost fifty minutes or so now. Did we go too long? No, we didn't go too long. We just went this long. So oh, season seven, that's God's number two. This is gonna be a good season. There you go. I like it. I like it. All right, y'all. Well, thank y'all for listening to the Backwood Life Podcast. I'm Michael Lee. Thanks to my good buddy Chris Seaton with Rugged Cross Blinds. Um, y'all have fun. Be out there in the woods. It's November the 2nd today, and things are fixing to get wide open uh, down here. And I know they're wide open in a lot of places already. This cold front that came through has got a lot of people knocking deer down. I've been lucky so far. I've got a couple down. Um, I'm hoping we can keep this train rolling. So I've been getting text messages literally.